Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, your daily companion. This is Heart to Heart with Spongile Mufukeng on Radio Pulpit. Heart to Heart. 11 minutes it is, just after 1 on 657 AM. And uh, those are the sounds of Adira Africa featuring Mama Pearl Kupe. And the song is Arise. And the Lord is saying to you and I, Arise, shine, for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. See, darkness covers the earth and thick darkness is over the peoples. But the Lord rises upon you and his glory appears over you Mm, so as he arises we also arising he tells us to arise and uh, I am so honored I'm talking about arising I'm excited today uh, to be talking to prophetess Prudence Mutrumi and we are talking about this year 2024 being a year of open um, doors a year of open doors I see she's trying to connect and she, I see she's trying to connect, um, and I hope that all goes well with us as we continue with Mama. Mama, are you winning that side? I see you are there. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, my queen? Good, <laughs> Good afternoon. Good afternoon to Radio Pulpit listeners and also to the beautiful Sibongile. How are you? <laughs> I'm great, Ma. Thank you so much for joining in. I see you're you're, you're coming in and out. Are you okay? Are you, is everything good? Because I'm, you're sounding perfect this time. I'm okay. Yes, I also had a little bit of a break in um, when you probably said something. Um, I'm hoping that um, our connectivity will be good. Yeah, I hope that we will do so. Ma, let me start by saying welcome yet again today. Ma, are you okay? Thank you so much. Oh, yes, okay. I'm here. I heard some banging, so I'm like, you. Because now I can't see your face, so I'm hoping you're safe where you are. Um, I le- am. I, I have to say that the family will, will strangle me. Ma has forgotten. Uh, she was here. Yeah, that's your beautiful face. <laughs> <laughs> Ma was here last year, thank and you, you were you, talking you. you were talking about your book last year. But um, today we are talking something else. And Ma has forgotten that we have family, not listeners. But family. Aha, family. <laughs> I like that. That's even cl- up close and personal. Um, I just read a scripture that we find in the book of Isaiah 60 verse 1 from 1 going down where the Lord tells us, uh, tells us to arise, shine, for his light has come upon us and the glory of the Lord rises upon us. And I'm thinking when you are talking about 2024 being a year of open doors, I believe that scripture and that goes together because the Lord is saying it's your time. I need you to run in 2024. It's a year of open doors. But let me ask this question first, Ma. Why is it not easy for us to realize and 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 tell or redeem the times? What know what time is it? Oh my. Oh my. I thought she was still there. All right. Let me do this and connect with her some other way. Um, we can't miss that talk. Nifandachni. You're at 657 AM. Radio Caring. 24 hours a day. Pula pula i radio pulpit. Ukanyisele eke kweli liswe. Eliminyam. 
Zivulele ngokwakho i app yethu okanye umamele ku radiopulpit.co.za. Siyafumaneka ku DSTV Audio Channel 882. Ukanti sikhona naku Open View 607. Radio Pulpit 657 AM. Umhlobo wakho wemihlange mihla. That is Andile Kamacho, la pasta Andile Kamacho, la TV Precise, Omorena Wamarena, Ukosi, Yadikosi, yeah, the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings, and there is none like you. 18 minutes, it is just after one. I'm back with Mama Prudence Samuchumi. She's on the line with me. Ma, welcome back. Sorry for those connections and all that. Uh, my question was, why is it so tough? Why is it so difficult for us Christians to know what time it is, to redeem the times? Yeah, thank you so much, um, and um, I appreciate the patience of uh, the listeners and the family, the Brady Pulpit family. Um, I hope that our connectivity will hold up. Mm. So in terms of looking at that, I believe that we don't know the times and seasons because we don't seek God enough to hear what season we are in. It is when we seek the Lord that we will know, even in the seasons of life. When you are a teenager, there are certain things that you must be busy with, like your education. When you are a person who is entering the marketplace in terms of your career, you need to be busy with other things to try to get to understand the role that you're in, the organization that you're in. Mm. When you are a mother and you're starting to build your family, you're getting married, there's another season that you're in. But because we are not discerning of the seasons and the times we're in, we start to do the wrong thing at the wrong time. Hmm. We may even do the right thing at the wrong time. So it's like if you're in agriculture, for example, if you are sowing at a time when it's time for reaping, or if you are trying to reap at the time when you should be sowing, you are definitely not going to get the harvest that is intended because you are not discerning the times and seasons that you're in. For example, mm. when you are retiring and you are getting close to 60, that is not the time when you're building your career in the marketplace. Mm. You should have been established. So the reason why we're not doing it, I think, is because we do not understand that there are times and seasons to be doing certain things in our life. And because of that, because of lacking discernment, because of, you know, the Bible says that the sons of Issachar yes. knew the times and seasons. So you know when to sow. You know when it is time then to, after sowing, to water, and after watering, when you have to reap, when you have to draw your harvest. Because you don't know that, you will not be getting the reward and the yield and the return on investment because you're doing the wrong thing at the wrong time. Hmm. And this year, you say it's a year of open doors? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, the end of last year, Mm. the Lord led me to a to just taking the, the, the IMS, the International Marketplace Summit um, family, into a time of really seeking him to know how we have to posture ourselves in the year 2024. So from October, we did a, a 30 days just praying and seeking the Lord. And in November, the Lord started to download what it is we should be expecting in the year 2024. Mm-hmm. And it was clearly stated, according to Acts 16.26, it is the year of open doors. So it means it's the year of opportunity. It is the year for us to be, again, opening our eyes to see that God has postured this year for us to receive that which we have been waiting for. Right. So if we don't know, you may be still praying. So again, coming back to your 
your, your question, if we don't know the year of open doors, we will still be standing in front of the door, knocking and knocking and knocking, not knowing you should put your hand to the handle of that door and open that door. And when you see the door is closed in the year that God has declared his open doors, yeah. that is the time for you to exercise faith. Because the enemy might make you to believe that the door is it's closed, closed while the door is open. But not every door stands open, right? Not mm-hmm. every door mm-hmm. is ajar when you get to that door. So is it is the year really to release our faith to walk through the open door that God has opened in 2024? Hmm. Now, how do I identify that this door is for me? Because not every door is meant for us. And every door, there might be doors that look awesome and they look like yeah this is (laughs) where i should go through but at the end of the day you find god is not in that door at the end of the day it might even lead you astray from your faith in god so as it is a door a year of open doors so many of us might be faced with open doors and it's exciting because there are many of them but now how do i identify the right doors from god yeah that is to hear the voice of God. You know, the reason why we have the Holy Spirit in us is so that we are led by the Spirit. Mm. We shouldn't be led by emotions, and a lot of us are led by emotions. We shouldn't be led just by others. Yes, there are people who are brought into our lives to give counsel, but we should hear a word from God to say, Prudence, in the marketplace this year, I'm opening doors for you, doors of promotion. It could be doors of finances. So I now know that I should be trusting God and releasing my faith for finances, for promotion. So where's my promotion going to come from? Other business opportunities in the marketplace. What is it that God is saying for me this year? It could be doors of favor. It could be doors of um, education, Mm. right? Mm -hmm. So by hearing what God is saying to you in your season, then you will know which doors you have to knock on, even though they look seem to be closed, um, then you know this is a door for me to go through. And the doors that you're saying, what if we are finding ourselves in a situation where the doors all look open and I'm now confused about which door I should go through, Mm. that is when you have to hear the voice of God. That is when you have to also seek counsel. So if you are praying and you hear God, but you're not confident, go and seek the counsel of your spiritual, um, the spiritual fathers, the spiritual mothers that you've submitted yourself to, and they will also pray with you. You will also hear confirmations from others. You will get confirmations from the Word of God. Mm, you know, the mm, Bible mm. says the Word of God is a sure word of prophecy. So the whole Bible is a word of prophecy because it was written, and you are reading it in your future, right? Mm, mm. So you are reading to see what God will bring to pass in your life. So that is the reason why you should really be hearing from God, because God leads us most of the time by the Word of God. And when we have the Word, we know we can be sure, because it's a sure foundation. You can stand on that Word, and you can know, even when the door uh, looks closed. And and I really want to more address the fact that not the many doors that are open where you are confused, because you can hear the Word of God mm. that will tell you and guide mm. you, but more the time when we are just sitting and praying and no action, but the Lord has said it's a year of open doors. And mm. I know some of us, you know, you pray for something mm. and then God gives the answer, but because it looks like hard work, because it looks like a challenge, you start thinking, no, maybe this is not the will of God for me. Mm. Mm. Maybe it is the will of God for you, but something has to be done from your side in order to see that manifestation come to pass 
in your life and specifically I talk to people in the marketplace. So Ma, what should I be doing? How do I use my faith? Do I speak to the situation? What do I do exactly? Um, I know one thing. I've observed one thing that mm. some of us have been denied before. Some of us have yes. been declined before. Some of mm-hmm. us have failed before. And once mm. bitten, <laughs> that's what the world <laughs> says. It says once bitten, twice shy. <laughs> mm-hmm. So even a child, when a child is burned, passing through mm. a kettle, when you mm. now touch the kettle, the child will tell you that it's hot because they, mm. they don't want to pass there because they've been hurt there. So how do I use my faith if I have been um, in that space and I've been burned? Yes. So that's a very good question. And I want to say we are people of faith. The Bible says the just shall live by, by faith. faith. Yes. Now, if we look at the story of Joseph, I'm going to use a marketplace example. If we look at the story of Joseph, he had a dream. So you have a dream, you have a word from God, you have a prophetic word that is maybe delivered to you in the church, in a Bible study. So you have that word and then you go and you are knocking on those doors as we are speaking about the year of open doors. And uh, it's a business opportunity. You go into business or partnership with someone and that person then maybe steals from you. The partnership doesn't work out or you open the business and your employee steals from you or something doesn't work out. Mm. That does not say that that was not an open door for you. Mm. Because Mm. the Bible also says the thief has come to kill, to steal and to destroy. So maybe that's the devourer Maybe you should just really walk in faith about it and say to the Lord, this may not have worked out, but it doesn't mean that um, God did not open the, 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 the door of business for you. Mm. It means you should apply yourself faith. So there is no place for a child of God to say, I've tried it once, it didn't work. I tried it two times, it didn't work. <laughs> Look at Joseph. Said the dream, the mm-hmm. brothers now started to persecute him. Mm. After that, he went to, um, he was now taken in slavery mm. to Potiphar's house. Then he worked there. Um, in Potiphar's house, the Bible explains to us the spirit of excellence that he worked with. Next thing, that he gets acu- accused falsely. Mm-hmm. After that, he gets thrown into prison. Mm-hmm. After prison, he's now working there, working there, still interpreting dreams, and we know how Joseph's story ends. At the end of the day, when he can study, every single promotion comes to him at the same time. That morning, he was in prison in the afternoon, and that afternoon, he's the prime minister. So God just all the journey that he walked. Perhaps that was all the things that Joseph would have gone through mm. in order for him to stand in the position where he was standing in the end. Mm. So I want to say to us, just because you are going through challenges does not mean that that is not a door that God has opened to you. In the marketplace specifically, there will be many challenges. We have to press on in faith. We have to stand in faith. We will know there are many battles that will come our way. But if we know Jesus has come for us to live the abundant life, it means we do not draw back. We press forward. Mm. The only way to know that a door is open for you is for you to go through that door and to face every challenge head on that you're going to find on the other side of the open door. Mm. And it's going to be a faith walk daily. If there's anyone who talks to you about the marketplace, they will tell you, I have to be in faith and walk by faith every single day right there in the marketplace. Mm. There's no easy road. Mm, mm. There is no easy I, road I need Mama to do something for me right now. 
to just go back to the family and let us know when we're talking about the marketplace who are we talking about because we from a long time ago we have been taught that entrepreneurs are the only ones in the marketplace so (laughs) i need a proper one today so we're talking about the marketplace who are we talking to yes so to the radio pulpit family, the marketplace is really everyone in this environment where we are buying and selling, where we are trading. People that are there, like if I could give the example of in church normally, we will be saying those are the fivefold ministers in the, um, in, who are called to do the work behind the pulpit in the church, in a, in a church environment where a body of believers come together. Mm-hmm. Everyone else that's outside of that will be in the marketplace to some extent because in the mountain of education, so even if you are in education, you are being educated to go and operate in a particular environment mm-hmm. where you are going to either be selling products, you are going to be selling services, you are going to be selling something. So that is the buying and selling. So if you are in an entrepreneurship environment, you're a business owner, you are in a corporate environment where you have your career in a corporate environment, you could be a graduate that is looking to enter the marketplace. That is all people who are in the environment of business Mm. or the marketplace, where you are selling your skills, your talents, and your abilities that God has given to you. So if you are not standing behind the pulpit on a Sunday um, in in a church or a body of believers, you are then most likely in the marketplace where there's buying or selling of talents, um, abilities, skills, products, and services. Mm, all right. Frank Jacob yeah. says, great show. Love the music. Good afternoon, my sister and all the family members. And he says, good afternoon to our guests. <laughs> are you still a guest? Frank, is she still a guest? <laughs> She's no I'm, longer a guest. I'm, I'm, I'm moving from friend to family. Your family. <laughs> okay, Rato is saying, how do I conquer fear if I have failed before and I tried but failed? Yeah, great question, Rato. You have to be going to the Word. You know, the Word of God. In fact, the Word of God is the antidote for fear. Mm. When fear creeps in, there's so many scriptures, and some um, scholars will tell you, there are 365 places in the Bible that says fear not. I haven't specifically counted them. Maybe it's a good exercise to do. Mm. But there's so many times when the Word of God says, fear not. Mm. Fear not, I'm with you. Fear not, I go ahead of you. Fear not, my angels will go with you. Fear not, my presence will go with you. Mm. So fear, to conquer fear, it's the Word. Nothing else will conquer fear like the Word of God. Mm. And if you have enough um, of the Word going your eye gates, you have enough of the word going in your ear gates. Mm. You have enough word that comes ah, out of your mouth gates. Ah, Eventually, ah. fear will be conquered in the name of Jesus. Um. That's, that's the antidote for fear is the word of God. Yeah, What's left for me is to run around the studio and go, yes, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Hallelujah. That's it. Ooh. Okay. Here's a question that I have. You spoke about Joseph. Joseph was very young. I, I, it's funny that I was sharing this with my mom. I think it, it was yesterday when we were preparing to go to church. And we mentioned that, but Joseph was very young. He didn't know the right time of sharing his dream with his family. He didn't realize that he was hated at that moment. Um, and some of us, we share our dreams. We share our open doors prematurely. 
So how do we know that? Uh, let's come back to the open doors. It's time for 2024 being an open door year for us. Yes. Um, who do we? Who should we share our open doors with? Yeah, that's a great question because a lot of the time the relationships around you are so important to incubate the dream and the vision that God has given to you. Mm. If you are going to share your dreams with people who are always negative and those who don't believe in you, those who will always say, oh, somebody tried this and it didn't work, that doesn't mean it's going to be the same for you. Mm. Now, I know when when we as preachers preach about the story of Joseph, uh, we say he shared his dream prematurely. Mm. But for me, I don't know whether I agree with that. He shouldn't (laughs) have shared his dream. I don't know that. Mm. I think that Joseph would have shared his dream and the journey that it took. Because at any point, if Joseph says, uh, people are bowing to me. He's a young boy and he says, oh, I had this dream. Oh, I had this vision. Yeah, yeah, Everybody yeah. bowing to me. If a child came out there and said to the parents, oh, I saw all of you bowing to me. I saw the siblings bowing to you. When will there be a good time for them to hear that message? Yeah. So he was really, and you know what the Bible says after that? It says, Joseph dreamed another dream. So after the first time he dreams and yes. he says it, and people are angry, he <laughs> actually, God gives him another dream to top up that dream. Yes. <laughs> so that people will know it's not only the 10 brothers that were bowing to him. Mm. Now there are 12 sheep that are bowing to him. So even his parents are now bowing to him, which is what will happen. So for me, it's just find the right people that you will share your dreams with. Yeah, there are dream killers. There are definitely people in our life that will talk you out of the vision. They will talk you out of the dream. Yeah, they'll they will show talk, you. They will make you to doubt what yes. God has said to you. And, and we all have those in our family. So we call it knowing your tribe. So mm. you must know your people that you will go to to say, you know what? I actually don't know. I had a dream last night. I saw myself in front of this big building or standing in front of this big crowd of people. I don't even know what that means. And that time when you're sharing it, you would have never even spoken in front of two people. Even in your family, when it comes to speak up, you won't. But when you share that dream and that vision with spiritual people, they will tell you it is possible. They will start mentoring you. They start praying for you. Mm. They will start giving you guidance, giving you wisdom. They will start giving you the scriptures that will help you to see yourself as God sees you. So if we are always going to be scared to even share our dream mm. with anyone, mm. we mm. will never mm. even end up where we're supposed to be because if Mary... Had Mary uh, um, had the angel coming to tell her that mm. as a uh, virgin she will be pregnant. She went to her cousin Elizabeth only to go and see. Elizabeth had also an impossible situation in her old age. She had also conceived. Mm. So there are people that God has prepared to hear what a vision or dream God has given to you. And they will help you to incubate it. Mm. So I, I don't advocate that you must not share it with anyone. And you should I'm be afraid. We do not. We shouldn't lead by um, by by fear. We shouldn't be led by fear, Um, and uh, we should we should share. But you have mentioned something which is very important. Know your tribe. Mm. That is it, because God has prepared certain people to hear your voice, to hear your voice of distinction, to hear because Joseph, wherever he was, Mm. you know, he went from place from from pit. To Potiphar's house, from Potiphar's house to prison, from prison to palace. Mm. That was his journey. So, and many of those things prepared him for where he will stand one day. So, even sometimes when you have shared your dream and people have discouraged you, when you've dusted yourself off, you will realize that actually through that difficult experience, 
you have learned something that has prepared you for the one day when you are going to stand on that place where God has called you to. That platform, that global platform, that you would have got, had to go through some challenges like Jesus did. Jesus, to go to the cross, he went through certain challenges. Oh, no, he's just a carpenter's son. Mm. Oh, no, he's just Mary's son. Mm. Oh, they were doubting him. So if Jesus didn't find himself, the Bible says he found himself in the Word. Mm. He's found his identity, that he is the Son of God. And even when people came against that, because he was secure in the Word of God about him, mm. he stood strong and he overcame all the challenges which we must overcome. We are more than conquerors. It means we have to conquer certain things mm, 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 for mm. us to walk through this year of open doors. We are All going right. to have to conquer something. Yes. Uh, family member says, you want to tell me it's time to go back to my dreams? <laughs> I'm <Absolutely>. excited for <laughs> days. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my goodness. Time to write that book. Time to start that business. Yeah, both. Time to, time to have that vision board put it together. Um, get the magazines out, start cutting out the pieces so that you can put it in front of your ear gates. God has said, one day I'm going to have this business that I'm going to employ so many people. There's where my products and services are going to go. I'm absolutely telling you, All right. this is the year. I want to so ask... You know, we are not saying... Mm-hmm. I wanted to ask the, 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 the question from a family member, a cookie, but yes. and, and I want to, you to come back to writing about the dream, but we will come back, I think, after a song. You, you wanted to finish yes. what you were saying just now before I ask the question? Yes, so I'm thinking that people may be thinking, um, you know, my vision board when I have it, some people are telling me that they are, are scared to, you know, to dream big. This is the year to dream really big because... It's not the year of open door because we have said so, the pastors have said so. According to the Hebrew calendar, the year 784 was determined by God to be the year of open doors. So we are just coming into alignment with what God has already determined for this year. I dropped the mic right there. (laughs) Cookie is asking, good afternoon, my dear queen, and our learned blessed mom. And she's like, (laughs) quick question. As an adult, mm-hmm. how can we recover from going through a wrong door, especially if it affects other family members? Thank you, my two queens, Cookie Stephen. Hi, Cookie. Ma? Mm-hmm. Can I answer that now before mm-hmm. the break? Okay. So all of us have to redeem the times. Now, you would think that, you know, when, when David was young, the Lord anointed him as king. And then we see some of the mistakes that David made. We see his journey. It should not be the deterrent for us to again aspire to go and be what God wants us to be. So if we've done that, the first thing is just to fall on our knees. It's to say, Lord, you have seen my journey. You have seen the road that I've traveled so far. You have seen the mistakes that I've made. But God is able to redeem. The Bible says, what the enemy intended for evil, God has, has turned for my good. Mm. So one day that very test, that very temptation will be your testimony. Mm. So what I will say is just pray about it. Just repent and tell God where you are and then take courage. Go mm. and read the word, dust of those prophetic words, dust of those dreams. Start to read them again. Start to be, have boldness again about them and start to just walk through those open doors. Okay. All of us, we, we have many stories that we can tell you about the mistakes that we've made. But here today, God is using us as a vessel. There's no perfect person in the Bible except Jesus.
But here we are today. We are preaching the gospel all over the world. And when we look back, we would have never thought that God would choose us. I'm a testimony of that. I am a living testimony exactly of the, of the grace of God. Amen to that. Let's take a break. We're coming back, giving you the sounds of Patrick Duncan, a rise and shine. Radio Pulpit, 657 AM, true, authentic Christian radio. Well, there is a time to search and a time to give up, a time to reap and a time to sow. Radio Pulpit wishes to be there at all times, even when you just need prayer. Send us your prayer requests by calling 067-429-7564 or email it to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za It's good for you as our listener to know about Radio Pulpit's activities. Or do you need advice in an area of your life? Then why don't you log on to www.radiopulpit.co.za Here you can talk to us, listen to us via live audio streaming, and there is also other reading material for the soul. What are you waiting for? Visit the Radio Pulpit website right now. www.radiopulpit.co.za Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. News with a kingdom perspective. Listen to Spectrum, Fridays from 4 p.m. on Radio Pulpit, 657 a.m. You're listening to Radio Pulpit, your daily companion, 657 a.m. This is where you at. Gave you the sounds of uh, Patrick Duncan, Arise and Shine. I am Sibongi Lemofuken with you up until 3 o'clock. And uh, at 3 o'clock, Germany, Johan Els will take you through with something else. Marag is nearly I'm not alone right now. I am with um, I am with the prophetess, the ambassador. I, I call her Ma. <laughs> it's easier for me that way. I call her Ma. And I'm talking about um, our queen, Me uh, Prudence Muchumi. She's on the line with me. All right. Now, and we are talking about 2024 being a year of open doors. And the Lord is saying, arise and shine. It's your time. It is time for you to possess the land. It is time for you to do what? Occupy till he comes. It's time for me and you. I'm not, I shouldn't count myself out. It's time for us to occupy until he comes. And uh, I see Grace Maoka was like, amen, amen, as Ma was talking. Uh, I see. We, we are excited by what God is saying unto our lives. It's exciting, Vele. I understand uh, grace. <laughs> I understand. Um, and uh, who else? All right. Um, another one says, I am feeling exhausted. I've tried it, but I'm exhausted. Ma? Yeah. Thank you so much, um, family, for that comment. I think um, all the questions that are coming up and the people who are writing in are helping some of us are also listening who are maybe in the same place. So just yesterday I was sharing with the IMS family that there is a time to rest. So if we are tired, it means that there are cycles in life. So if we look at the book of Genesis, um, chapter 1 and 2, we see there that the normal cycle of life is that when God had created everything, it says he looked at it, it was good, and he rested. Now, it took me a long time in the marketplace in my career to realize that rest means exactly that. Rest is actually very spiritual because, again, in Hebrews 4, we see they did not rest because of unbelief. It means that sometimes in the marketplace we are working the next promotion, there is the next promotion, there is another project and another project, and we never take time out to, first of all, thank God for all the achievements and then to rest. To really look at what we have done and say, Father, I'm bringing this to you. 
You've been empowered me and enabled me to achieve all of this. So I'm just taking out the opportunity to thank you and to rest in it. So if we are tired, it depends on why we are tired. So if we're exhausted from all the things that would have happened to us in the storms of life, in the challenges in the marketplace, mm. and even just in terms of relationships, sometimes we go through difficult um, circumstances in marriages that don't work out. We go through an acrimonious divorce. So there's lot. Life just happens to us. So if you're tired from that, then again, it is time to do what Mary did. You know, one of the uh, uh, scriptures that I love is when Jesus, Martha was saying, Lord, Mary is not, you are here, and Mary is not helping with all mm. these activities. Mm. We have to prepare for you. We have to get things right. We have to be cooking for you. Jesus said to her, you don't discern, again, Sibongila, here we're going to the times and seasons again, yeah. is that you are not discerning when I'm here. It's not time to run around to be cooking. It's time to sit at my feet. So the prophetic word for the listeners today that feel exhausted, that feel burnt out, that feel tired with life, is that it is time for you to sit at the master's feet. Mm. That is definitely the place where we, you will be restored, where we, you will be re-energized, where you will take strength. That is the time when you will be re, even repaired, right? Some of us have gone through things where things have tugged at your soul mm. and you need that time of restoration. Like David said, you made me to lie down at the green pastures to restore my soul. Mm. Some of us have been to life circumstances where your soul feels torn. Yes. So it's time yes. for you to lie down at the master's feet. And remember, Jesus said to, 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 um, to Martha, one thing is needful. When you feel tired, you feel exhausted, you feel burnt out. Not many things. You know, Jesus could have said many things you could do. He said to her, one thing is needful to sit at my feet and Mary has chosen that thing. Mm. And I feel this is a prophetic word for people today on this call. I just feel right now the Lord is saying, if you feel you are in that place of exhaustion, burnout, tiredness, don't know what to do, do not know which direction to turn, it is time to sit at his feet, to be restored, to be built up, to be, for him to give you a word, to, for him to give you direction on to go. But for, to do what David said in Psalm 23, you make me to lie down yeah. at the quiet waters so that you can restore my soul. All right. Um, the last one, Ma, and I know that you have a seminar that's coming very soon. You can, as, as we are wrapping up, you can also talk about that. Um, is the question of writing down our visions, writing down our dreams, the importance of that? Yeah, it's most important. It's most important. Remember, Habakkuk 2 verse 2 says, write the vision mm. down and make it plain. Why? That scripture also goes on to say, so that he who reads it will run with it. If your vision is not clear and you come to us, you say, um, I believe God has called me to start a ministry. I believe God has asked me to open a church. I believe God has um, said to me to start a business. I believe God has led me down this career. There must be a plan on how you are going to achieve it. That plan may not work out the way that you intend, but because you have plan, it will be in front of your eyes, it will be in front of the eyes of others, and there may be men God will bring alongside to run with that vision. Some people will read it and say, oh, you want to go and study this? 
I know an organization that maybe can help you with a, a bursary. I know somebody who's in that field. I know somebody who can give you a job. I know someone who can give you an internship. I know this organization who's looking for people. So I know a business. If I have a business plan, people are going to read with it and other people will buy into the vision of a business and start running with it, start telling others, start um, pointing you in the right direction for funding, start pointing you in the right direction for coaching or mm. mentorship. So the vision must be written down because if it's only in your head, that is when you are going to struggle in later years because you won't even know what phrase is first. What do I start first about this business? But when you put it down, it says, may he run with it. And it's for an appointed time. You, it says, though it tarries, wait for it. It will surely come, come to, pass. to pass. It will not fail. Mm. So in the days of doubt, you're going to go back yourself and read it and say, oh my goodness, I forgot that I said... This is what I wanted to do. I forgot that I wanted to start this business <laughs> to sew dresses, to do cakes. And I've let go of that. I can give you many testimonies. Mm, mm. As a marketplace minister, how I pray into people's visions of their businesses because God has given me a grace for that. So, and when they tell me what it is, I start to run with it because I pray for God to give them favor and grace in that area. So if it's not written down anyway, you are going to forget it. And one day you're going to let go of that vision. Mm, wow. So in closing, yes, yes, I will talk to you about the, sem- um, the business empowerment seminar that's coming up. But people may be wondering, why am I talking about the marketplace so much? Mm. Because God has called me in the marketplace. 80% or 90% of believers who are listening to a message on Sunday in the church don't operate in the church. God has called you to the marketplace to be there as a lawyer, a marketing assistant, a personal assistant, mm. an um, IT specialist, an HR specialist, um, engineer, a doctor. So there are so many roles that we play in the marketplace. And sometimes people want to be behind the pulpit. The marketplace is your pulpit. God wants you to prosper right there. Mm. So I want to encourage you, if you are operating in the marketplace like Sibongile, she is in her marketplace. So we want to empower you. So we have a business empowerment seminar on the 6th of April um, where we want to teach you about your path to wealth. You know, when we read about the, the Bible and we read about the marketplace examples, God wants us to prosper. So we want to empower you to know how are you going to prosper? How are you going to walk into your wealthy place mm. in the marketplace in the year of open doors, open doors means that God wants you to multiply, increase, replenish, subdue, and walk in dominion. As you also said, Sibongile, you said, occupy mm-hmm. until Christ returns. So that is what we want you to do. We want to empower you. We want to impart to you how are you going to walk in this place where you are going to prosper and find your path to wealth in the marketplace to the glory of God. So when is it? It's on the 6th of April, starting at 9 o'clock sharp, and we have got many, um, four at least, four speakers who mm. are all marketplace ministers who are going to come there with their A-game to impart to you how are you going to win and find your path to your wealthy place in God. Wow. So, Ma, if I would like to find out more about this, if I would like to be in contact with you directly as well, how do I do so? I think I asked two questions in one. <laughs> yes, we are going to have our our poster um, that is available on our website. Um, so you can go and visit all our 
social uh, media platforms as well. Mm. Um, and our social media platforms are International Marketplace on Facebook. Um, we have on LinkedIn. We also um, uh, can make that available to Yusibongdile where you can put our social, yeah. um, our poster on the radio pulpit platform. Yes, so ma'am. that is all the places where people can go and, um, and get all the details and they can then register. And registration is required, but entrance is free. Okay, then. Sure. So, so the, the International Marketplace Summit. International Marketplace Summit. International Marketplace. So if you Google it, they will get all the details. At International Marketplace Summit. Summit. Yes. Wow, thank you so much, Ma. It's always empowering, always exciting to be talking to you. I can't wait for our next talk. <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. I think we are fired up right now. I think we are fired up. We are ready to run. That's it. You have open doors. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, Ma. Have a beautiful, beautiful day further. Thank you to all the Radio Pulpit family. And yes, my family, that is how we say goodbye to Mama Prudence Muchumi. Do remember, you can visit their page, International Marketplace Summit, uh, to find out more about what's happening and how you can be empowered in the marketplace in what God has called you to do. Right now, we are crossing over to the news. When we come back, we are with Pastor Mojalefa Daniel Maluka, and he's asking a question. Is your marriage biblical or secular? Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. You're at 657 AM, Radio Caring, 24 hours a day. Do you need prayer? WhatsApp your name and your prayer request to 082-657-2729 and our care center will gladly contact you to pray for you. Tune in to Radio Pulpit on 657 AM for reliable Christian talk radio at its best. Find your daily dose of Christ-centered motivation and encouragement on Radio Pulpit 657. Download our app now. Tune in to radiopulpit.co.za or find us on DSTV Audio 882 and OpenView 607. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion for more than 40 years, brings a relevant moral alternative to 400,000 listeners in a variety of South African languages. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, and download our podcasts today. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.